You're gonna need a pen and paper for this one. Hi, this is Erin and welcome to Everything EFL, my little podcast about English language teaching and other teachy stuff too. Credit and honourable mentions will be given during the episode or in the show notes. Let's crack on. Hello, you gorgeous teacher. How are you? Delighted to be here. If you are one of my lovely regular listeners, welcome back. If you're a brand new listener, you are most welcome. Lovely to have you. Speaking of new listeners, again, I'm glad to say that my podcast is growing. I'm getting some lovely feedback from you. If you haven't ever messaged me before, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. I'm always happy to talk to you. That's one of the great things about social media. I think we can all agree there's a lot of bad things, but one of the good things is that you can connect with teachers, you can advise each other, you can support each other, and that is what it is all about. And if you don't follow me on social media, what are you doing? I'm on Instagram under Everything EFL Teacher. And you may or may not know this, but I do have a private Facebook community called Everything EFL Teacher Development. And I would love to have you in my group. There's just a little bit more content on there. On Instagram, I post probably about three videos a week. But on the Facebook group, I post the videos and I also pose questions so that we can explore concepts together, have discussions and generate some ideas for each other. So I would love to see you there as well. Anyway, what are we talking about today? We are talking about reviewing, reusing and recycling. Now, this is something that um, I struggle with sometimes because there's so much to do in class and especially online. Everything takes forever. Yes, I'm still teaching online. Everything takes forever. And you just think, God, do I have time to review? The answer is you need to try and make time if you can. Easier said than done, Erin. Yes, I know. However, it's just something you have to do. It's so important because, you know, students don't just magically remember everything you teach them. It doesn't work like that. And it's really hard because, you know, we've constantly got new content to teach and we have fresh boxes to tick every week. But I'm going to say it again. It's important. It's essential. Think about this. How many times have your students said something like, sorry for late or it's depend of? Okay, those habits, they don't go away. You have to try and break them. You have to try and review that vocabulary. You know, I'm talking about the stuff they learn and also that emergent language that comes out. So, you know, if they're just having a chat and they say it's depend of, okay, let's write that down. Let's try and review, reuse and recycle that in a future lesson. You don't have to do too much every day. Obviously, it depends on how much time you have, but I think you can manage maybe five minutes every day somehow. So I'm going to throw 10 ideas your way on how to review, reuse and recycle. Can I just preface this by saying that none of these ideas are particularly groundbreaking, all right? But you know, you've got a million things running through your head and then like, oh God, I have to review this. How can I do it in a different way? So I'm going to throw these ideas at you and hopefully it will just encourage you just to mix it up a little bit more. Are you ready? Here we go. Coming in at number 10 in no particular order is running dictations. Now, if you've never done a running dictation before, oh, you are missing out. It's very basically it's this. You get your students into pairs. You write down, let's say, 10 sentences on 10 pieces of paper. And then one student is the writer. They sit down. The other student is the runner. They run to the first piece of paper or any piece of paper, read it, remember it, run back to their partner and dictate the sentence. And they can do this as many times as it takes until they have the 10 sentences. Okay, so 
what we can do here is create, let's say, 10 gap fill sentences with missing target language. We could do the write the sentences in the form of questions using the target language. You could have like a short sentence where all the words are mixed up and they have to rearrange them together when they have collected the 10 sentences. The possibilities are endless with running dictations. Number nine, the good old gap fill. Can we make this interesting? Is it interesting? Well, if you do it every now and then, you know, it can pique the student's interest. So you can differentiate your gap fill. Okay, give your students the word pool with the missing phrases. Always phrases, guys, never words. And give them a choice. Always give your students a choice if you can. They can cover the word pool and try and figure out what the missing language is. Or if they need a bit of support, they can use the word pool. Again, Paragraphs, dialogues, better than just sentences. Number eight, little dialogues. So create, say, for example, eight or ten two-line dialogues, but separate those two lines so the students have to match them up. Okay? Number seven, and I'm kind of separating this because you may only have time to do the matching dialogues exercise and then you might have to move on to your lesson. The next day you could come back and you could get the students to look at those dialogues again and possibly with a partner or a small group, add a line of dialogue before and after thereby creating a little bit more context. Um, if they're low level, you could supply them with some phrases to help them out because, you know, little responses like, oh, that's interesting or, hey, how are you doing? Or, you know, these little phrases we use all the time in spoken English, you could put them on the board and say, try and use some of these if you can. Number six. Again, this is kind of an extension of the, the, the two that I've just talked about. Circulate. You could get your students to open up their books um, at the dialogues that they have matched and also added to. And then you could get students to circulate, choose another student's book and add another line of dialogue before and after. So again, you're creating more context. And, you know, the thing about dialogues are they're very conversational. So, you know, there might be a few little mistakes here and there. But if you're monitoring and taking notes, you could then use that for more review and recycling at a later date because anything they produce themselves in order to communicate is emergent language. Therefore, or they, they should have a vested interest in saying it correctly. Number five, good old error correction. I always say, I always call this make changes rather than correct the mistakes. Um, again, par paragraphs and dialogues um, are better. You could turn it into... You could gamify it a little bit more by, you know, writing a sentence on the board or putting it on your interactive whiteboard. Give your students some flip chart paper and they have to rewrite the sentence in groups as quickly as possible. And the group that does it the quickest gets points or something like that. Number four, questions. Now, this is divided into sort of two categories of questions, guys. The first one is personalised questions, you know, those ones that students can relate to, the ones they can connect to their own life experience. So have you ever, do you ever, tell me about a time when, you know, can always be good for stuff like that. So for example, if you've taught the word flood, you know, you've been doing like disaster vocabulary, you know, a question could be, does your hometown ever flood or have you ever been in a flood or, you know, just try and connect it to them somehow. 
And the second kind of question is language generating questions. Now, I got this from the great book Teaching Lexically by Hugh Della and Andrew Walkley. So these are not personal questions. You explore the aspects of usage. So let's say, for example, you've done some phrasal verbs like put on and take off. Uh, your questions could be something like name five things you can put on or take off or what's the opposite of put on? Like I said before, you can combine this with running dictations, um, you know, put questions or, or gap fills or error correction or whatever onto those running dictations. OK, number three, if you are writing your own worksheet, your own materials, let's say you're doing um, some grammar exercises, OK, you can use some of that language you know you need to review within those sentences or paragraphs or dialogues. So let's say, for example, you're doing the present perfect and you want to try and throw in the phrase, sorry, I'm late, because you know they always say sorry for late. One of your sentences could be, sorry, I'm late. I've blank in a meeting. And obviously the um, answer is I've been in a meeting. You get the idea. Number two. When was the last time you did a good old dictogloss? I actually did this this week, but um, for giving instructions, instead of just giving the instructions, I did it in the form of a dictogloss. Now, um, if you don't know what a dictogloss is, it's a dictation, but you do it at a fairly natural speed. So features of connected speech are in there. I always say full stop, comma, question mark. I, I say the punctuation as well. But basically, um, you could have a small paragraph with some of the language that you want to review in it. And you tell your students, I'm going to repeat this short paragraph 10 times. Do not panic because I'm going to talk at a natural speed. Write two or three words at once and then just listen. And then if you hear like another phrase, just write it down. Try to encourage your students to write two or three words at a time instead of one word, training their ears to listen to phrases and chunks of language, especially if it's language they've heard before. So again, going back to take off, maybe you say something like, I came in, I took off my shoes. You know, they'll hear took off because it's familiar. So hopefully they'll, they'll write down took off. And, you know, you might get a few panicked faces to begin with, but they will get the idea of it once they start sort of writing a few phrases and then they listen again, they fill in a couple of gaps and then they listen again and they fill in another couple of gaps and then you give them time to reconstruct the text together at the end. And number one, this is kind of a, a mix of some of the stuff I've already said, but get your students to create. So get your students to create questions. Personal questions would probably be easier for them than the, um, the usage questions. The incorrect sentences or make some changes and create their own gap fills as well. Um, I would say that obviously these are easier at higher levels and you would have to monitor very carefully. There you go, guys. 10 ways to reuse, recycle, review, whatever you want to call it. If you haven't done a review in a while, I strongly encourage you to try something at least once or twice this week. I would also encourage you to take notes of students' emergent language. So when they're trying to tell you something, for example, sorry for late, write it down, use it again somehow in the future using one of these ideas. And I would also encourage you to use something you've never used. So if you've never done a dictogloss or you've never done running dictations, go online, Google it if you want to know exactly how to do it. Instructions are extremely important when it comes to these activities. 
But as a teacher, that's down to you. But yeah, try something different and, and let me know. Um, you can DM me or you can comment um, on my Facebook group or my Instagram group. Um, I love talking to teachers. I love it when you message me and connect with me and, and we have a chat and you can just have so many fruitful discussions. So by all means, let me know what you've been doing, guys. And if you have a request for a future episode, if you have any ideas, please let me know and I will do my utmost to fulfill your wishes because I am here to serve you. And with that in mind, guys, I do um, hope to sort of expand my horizons next year and hopefully go into the realm of teacher training. So if you like my ideas and you like my content, you know, keep your eyes peeled. There will be um, some kind of webinar coming up soon, I think, to give you some really good free content. OK, so, yeah, that's it. I'm going to go. As always, I wish you a very peaceful week. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to your students and share the love. Bye. <laughs>